Eagle Rap. Not that's what League has today selected the following players to represent the New South Wales VB Blues in Game 1 of the 2012 Harvey Norman State of Origin Series against Queensland at Melbourne Zethiad Stadium on Wednesday, May the 23rd. The player will be read in alphabetical order. Greg Bird, Gold Coast Titans. Present. Jamie Boer, Manly Warringah Sea Eagles. Bearer. 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 Here. Bearer. 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 Here. Bearer. 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 Um, he's sick. My best friend's sister's boyfriend's brother's girlfriend heard from this guy who knows this kid is going with the girl who stopped Jamie. Passed out at 31 Flavors last night. I guess it's pretty serious. Thank you, Simone. No problem whatsoever. Bearer. Bearer. G'day League Lovers, welcome to Not The Footy Show, episode 106. This is the State of Origin Game 1 special. Uh, my name is DC Chapman and sitting beside me is... Uh, WD Nicholson, and we've got a bit of round 11 talk as well, but who cares, it's origin time. No, it's origin DC. time. It's... Who have we got on the show tonight, DC? Big Paul Sirenen. Oh, Ciro. God's... The man who made that tape around the head look fashionable. That, yeah, I mean, he's God's gift to women. Really. Oh, clearly. I mean, you know, you've got you to have to hold all that hair back, I think, was the, was the key well, during yeah. that period of time. Yeah, but apart from that, it was just fashionable at the time. Mate, he was... I think Pat Cash followed him, didn't he? Oh, clearly. I think Ciro first. first yeah, yeah that's how it happened. I love Ciro growing up watching... I mean, I, I will speak to him in about a couple of minutes. Everyone will have him on Not The Footy Show's State of Origin special. But, mate, you grew up at the same time as me. We're yeah. roughly the same age. Yeah. I think of Paul Sirin as a blue ahead of a Balmain Tiger. Do you? No, I don't. See, I remember the, the, the big moments when he played for Origin, and that, that to me is... I, I, I'm not disrespecting his time with the Tigers. I love the fact that he played with the Tigers, but I always think of him as a blue. But do you think of most players like that? Yeah, Laurie Daly is a blue. Yeah, okay. I, I always think of all the players as, as the club they played for first. Interesting uh, point you bring up there, DC. Because we will hear Why from, uh, the, from, from the words of the, the late, great Arthur Beetson in a, in a little uh, book there by Roy Master sitting on the table, picked up for six bucks at a local bookstore. Bargain. Six bucks. Quality. Um, Inside the League by Roy Masters, published in 1990, and we'll have a little bit of extract from that later on in the program. We have Paul Sirenen right after the break here on Not The Footy Show. Glenn Buttress. The tackles now, it's New South Wales turn to ruck it out. Sirenen, oh, Allen went the shoulder charge, missed him, and now it's on. Okay, everyone, not the footy show, episode 106 continues. The State of Origin Game 1 special, we promised you the big guests here once again this year. Last year we had Choppy Close, Mark Geyer, and we've gone even better. The great New South Wales State of Origin second rower, Paul Sirenen. Good evening, Paul. They were very popular guests last year. I think we had uh, Choppy Close say that he had two maroon, you know, what's down below, mate. So if you can prove your passion, prove your passion more than Choppy, you're doing very well. 
Mate, you played 247 games for Balmain. You played like 20-something-odd test matches for Australia. But, mate, I'm a generation of growing up and seeing Paul Searin in the uh, sky blue, blue of the New South Wales team. Mate, 14 uh, games for the Blues. This time of year must be... Is it your favourite time of year? Oh, look, yeah. Look, I, I, there's, there's a couple of times a year you miss playing. Um, you don't really ever miss training, I, I don't think. But uh, you still get the goosebumps around origin time and grand final time. You know, it's, it, it is your favourite time of year when you've, you've been involved with origin. And, and you know, I'm, I'm quite fortunate now that I'm, I'm still a little bit involved with it. You know, I've been on the edges with... Being invited to camp from, from, from time to time with uh, Ricky, Ricky Stewart and the yep. boys, but um, no, no, it is a great time of the year. It's a, it's a big build-up, and we're, and we're set to go again. And now you just mentioned you know you've been involved in the camp. What's the capacity that you have have been involved in recently, or or maybe even get involved this year? Oh, look, I invited to go in last year to, uh, to, to do a jersey presentation to uh, to one of the boys last year, and 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 Ricky's really got a bit. A bit of an open door policy where if, if, if you're an ex player, you're, you're invited to come in and have, have, have a meal or come and see the boys and have a chat, you know, check out training, that sort of thing. I think it's it's, it's, it's all very inclusive where, um, you know, he's got the likes of, you know, Trent Barrett and Blocker and Lazo and those guys in there on a full time basis. But, you know, other guys are certainly I'm invited to go in and say good day and see the boys, wish them luck, and pat them on the back, all that, all that sort of stuff. Now, it's funny that you mentioned that because it is something that I spoke about with uh, Choppy last year, and he was talking about how uh, Dick Tosser-Turner had, had really implemented that up north uh, with the Maroons and, and deserved credit for that. Is this something that Ricky Stewart's sort of taken amongst, upon himself and sort of reintroduced into, the into I guess, the, the character or the, the furniture of the Blues? I, I, I think we, 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 we've, you know, and not that you want to take a leaf out of Queensland, but I've always <laughs> had yep. ex-players, ex-players involved with with the origin side too, and, we, and, and 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 the last couple of years we've just you know uh, started to do that on on, on a more yeah, well I guess professional level too, and and at a number level too, where, where we've got the the origin legends organisation, which Max Krillich and um, Chris Anderson sort of help run to yep. so ex players of you know uh, get involved with the fans and just help help create some buzz and excitement around origin too, and um, yeah, and they're involved doing some good stuff in the community as well. So it's um. It's a bit of a win-win. I mean, the ex-players certainly love to go in and you know, see the new new guys. Wish them well. See how things are done these days compared to you know, 10, 15, 20 years ago. Yeah, I, I must admit, as a as a Blues fan, it's great to hear you guys. That open door policy. I think you know it should be a very big encouragement to all the Blues fans who, who just want to know that you know we're we're putting back into the guys that I guess paved the way for this this new group of players. They've got a big task to do, obviously, this season. But you know, it's just great to know that you guys are involved now. We have to go back in time, mate. Go back down to the, the start of your representative career. And, mate, you debuted for Australia three years before you were picked for the Blues. Who kept you out of that New South Wales team? Um, <laughs> probably a little bit uh, <laughs> horses for courses, I guess, too. You know, <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd certainly been on a kangaroo tour and played in the World Cup final and, and, and experienced all that before I played Origin football. But I guess the uh, selectors in those days that uh, stuck sold to the guys who had done a job before, you know, the likes of... Of Crusher Cleal and um, uh, Steve Fakes, those sort of blokes are playing in the back row. Um, I, was, I was actually sort in the front row when I, you know, when, when I was first picked. Yep. Um, but um, yeah, yeah, soon, soon moved back to the back row. You know, after after game one was a bit of a disaster for me in '89, <laughs> mate. But uh, I was fortunate enough to be involved with some great series victories after that. But uh, yeah, look, it was you know. Um, 
origin was, you know, it goes through cycles and, and, and the Blues, you know, I mean, Queensland started well and dominated early and New South Wales took the upper hand too and, and, and you know, we're seeing it go through another cycle now, which is just too, too bloody long this cycle now, which, you know, Queensland has dominated for years and years. So, uh, but, uh, yeah, so, you know, it, 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 ups and downs, peaks and troughs, all that sort of stuff, mate. Now, you spoke about game one nine eighty nine, and we won't talk about well, the score, given that's one of the first games, uh, just give you an indication of my age, the first games I remember watching, um, yeah, that was that was hurt. But you obviously involved, that was the first game you played. But there was something that, um, you know, that period of time, Queensland was dominant force. Lewis was at the top of his game. Gene Miles, uh, Slam and Sam Backer, all these kind of guys had, had established really Queensland as the dominant force on the map. You debuted with guys, I had a look at it this afternoon, you debuted with Chris Johns, Laurie Daly, Mario Fennick, who I think played one, te- one, one New South Wales game, but John Cartwright, Bradley Clive, Glenn Lazarus, and Greg Alexander. Yeah, so the, the, the yeah. names are there, that the, the, some of the ones that had obviously been put into the mix for, for coming forward. But I've got a question is, how valuable for all you guys who debuted in that match was losing 36-6? the last, I guess, um, period where Jack Gibson, you touched on him a second ago, probably coached at that top level, um, you know, it was at the peak of his, of his powers. He was responsible for putting you group, your group together. The other guys that he introduced, I think the next series, was guys like um, Fittler, Stewart, Roberts, Wishart, Brad Mackay, Bruce McGuire, Mark Geyer. Do you think this was a plan that he had sat down with, uh, with the other selectors and stuff and said, okay... We know we have to start again. Let's get let's get a new nucleus together and let's just stick with them. And do you think that's something that he passed then on to Tim Sheens in '91 and then Phil Gould after that to say these are the group of the next level of champions. Let's stick with them and let's let's develop them. Oh look, I I, I, I can't be sure. You know, I I know you know we 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 use a lot more players uh, in a little period that Queensland did a, a bit more settled, but but. Um, Look, you know, your club form had a, had a lot to do with it. Yeah. Well, I think club form and combinations and, and, and bits and pieces, you know, it's, you know, selectors, you know, work in different ways, mysterious ways, I think. But, um, you know, I couldn't, you know, I mean, I was, it, was a, it was a case of, you know, I was struggling to get picked for Origin, but, but Bob Fultonoy's picked me for <laughs> the Australian side. So, well, it's, it's, you know, different different styles of plays and, 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 and you know, body shapes and all sort of stuff. 
I guess. But um, look, you know, I, 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 I guess I felt, I finally felt comfortable when, you know, when, when Gus took over in '92. Yep. Um, I'd sort of been in and out. I played only one game in '89, got dropped. '90, I was off the bench. '91, uh, played game one and got injured. Um, but then '92, I, I, you know, I, 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 I you know, well, finally. Felt like an Origin player where I was involved yep. with the three-game series, and you know, I was fortunate enough to play in, in, in three years in a row in a, in a great New South Wales side where, where really we had the same same core of 10, 12 guys that, those three years, which which Queensland have had in these last you know, six or seven years. So. Yeah, it's precisely right. And you speak about the fact that you know Gibson and, and whoever had the selectors that introduced you guys in those hard years beforehand. It developed into a point where you get to '92 and you have that three-game. Uh, or three-year series uh, victories. I just want to quickly ask you a question, just based on 1990, coming off the bench. Um, how hard is it was? How hard was it as a player, especially someone who started obviously for the Tigers and played 80 minutes? The game off the bench back in 1990 versus the game off the bench now are, are totally different. How did you prepare for an Origin game, knowing that you might only get 15 minutes? Yeah, you look at you know any change or this is I'm trying to remember now to all replacement rules in 90, I guess so. Um, yeah, quite difficult, you know. I mean, if, if you're lucky, you might get 10, 15 minutes at the, at the back end of a game. But, oh, look, you know, it's just, it's just one of those things, I guess. It was, you're part of the course. If you were, you know, if you're involved in the side, you're, you're happy about that. But, you know, everybody wants to start. Yeah, but that's starting 13. But, um, you know, I remember sitting with Brad Filler and his, his very first very first Origin games. just sitting on the bench with him and I don't know who else who was, who was with us, you know, but... You know, he was, I think, pretty with that and I'm not that, you know, and uh, gosh, did he play a couple of games. But yeah. um, no, it was great. I, I, I vividly recall you know, Olympic Park beating, beating Queensland down there, Ricky taking an intercept and running about 70 metres up a sideline, mate, and I think that uh, may have won us a series or something. But, uh, but look, yeah, I know it was, it was always good fun to go on a camp, and, uh, and that, that certainly hasn't changed either, so... Okay, well, we'll move to, mate, the golden period of the Blues, which I, mate, this is this is me as, as a Blues fan. This was just the, the, the cherry on top, mate. I was a Canberra fan, I'll be honest, and you probably don't want to talk to me anymore because um, the 89 grand final kind of had an impact on me there. My brother's a Tigers fan, if that just explains it, um, why I go for the Raiders and he goes for the Tigers. But that period, you're with, as I said, champions of the game. You're locked in at the second row. How good was that team? And the real part of that question to go on with is, Mate, if Super League doesn't happen, is it possible that that group of players, give or take a couple, obviously, with, with age and whatnot happening, could have done what Queensland have just done? I, uh, look, yeah, I mean, to answer your first, first part of your question, yeah. um, look, it's just wonderful, you know. I mean, that, again, that, that, that Canberra connection was, was, was wonderful. Clyde, Clyde, Sticky, you know, Laurie. You know, those, those guys, you know, Brett Mullins probably on the back end of that really, you know, keen eggs and a couple of games. Lazar had, had sort of gone from, from the Raiders up to, to the Broncos. Up, yeah. the Broncos. But, but um, yeah, I mean, those three around the, you know, around the, the scrum base, you know, um, you know Laurie, Clyde and, uh, and, and Stick were, were just sensational. It was great to, you know, I mean, we were, we were in a grand final, but you appreciate what, what great players they were playing yeah. with them at origin time. And, um Look, yeah, you know, but uh, look, it's 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 hard to say if if, if you know, it's if New South Wales would have had a you know like a dynasty and won this five or six or seven series in a row, but um, yeah, you know, I guess it's 
I did get over in a year, I got to stop playing a year after I stopped playing. I went out to a game and had a couple of beers with, with Craig Salvatore and Dave Gillespie, who yep. I played a lot of Origin footy with. And upstairs in a bar at the uh, at the footy stadium at that time, and you know we we, we kind of watched get the eye on the footy and how things are going, and a beer and a mag and a catch up. And I think we got beat four 0 or something. It was just an <laughs> incredible game. We're just still waiting for the Blues to. To, to crack it over, so that might have been around '95, '96 or something. But yep. um, prior to the Super League, but um, you know, and they, and they come up with all this you know, Queensland and digging deep and all that sort, of, sort of crap. But they just, I think they just, you know, they uh, they flick it a lot of the time, mate. You know, oh, so mate, they they it. flog that they flog that little uh, passion card all the time, and mate. Oh, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of hearing it because I mean, I mean, you you know it. You've been sitting there for the last six years, like the rest of us, mate, watching us get done. If we don't care more, like we care as much, if not more, because it hurts. It hurts like nothing else. Every time that New South Wales wins a few series in a row, you hear from the Queenslanders that the Origin series is dead. I don't hear us talking about oh, that in New South Wales, do you? Oh, of course, of course, it was. You know, my Origin was a lost hopeless cause a few years back. But, it was, uh, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, as you say, as you say, they uh, they certainly change their tune. But but again, as I mentioned earlier on, we're we, we're going through this cycle where they've got just some of the world's best players yeah. in key positions, and they've got those combinations. And it's like when we had the the Canberra boys, they've got the Storm boys, you know, with, yep. with, with Smith and Smith and Slater, and they've had you know Lockyer, obviously one of, one of the great players of all time, will probably be the next immortal, and you know he's he's done everything in the game and. You know, they had the passion of, of Lockie finishing last year. Now, I, 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 I have no doubt whatsoever they've thrown, thrown Petro in there just to, just to, just to motivate, motivate Queensland yep. and say, right, this is, this is all about Petro this year. So, um, you know, when they come up with little things, the Mel's, well, I take my hat off to him a little bit, you know, he, Petro probably didn't deserve to get picked, but they stuck with uh, him. He'll, he'll, he's going to take him a long mate for the ride and, he probably won't play a lot of minutes, but you know the, the, all, all the big, big boppers he's got on the bench now will uh, will assure that he'll be hard to beat again, Queensland. Okay, well let's turn our attention to, to the current crop, mate. And uh, for the last few years, I've been vehemently claiming that uh, Michael Ennis offers nothing at Origin level, and that Robbie Farrow needed to be there. It's taken three odd years. It's finally happened. Uh, I did see an article uh, that you'd uh, been part of the other day, but Robbie Farrow, Jared Hayne, Todd Carney. All three went in the Origin side last year in the first, in Game One. Ricky Stewart clearly went down the road of you know let's contain Queensland, let's try and um, hold them up until the point at the end of the match where hopefully our fitness or a chance will come our way and we can win the match. It almost happened in Game One last year. I've been of the belief that yes, okay, we've got to be smart defensively. There's no doubt about that, but we've got to be able to score points. Do you think looking at that team we've got now, it, it's pretty close to about the perfect team that we could have had? But Farah, Carney, Hayne. Do we finally have that little bit of X factor, that little bit of create something from nothing that we haven't had for the last couple of years? Well, yeah, look, you're right. I think you've answered your question. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a case that you've got to score points. I mean, you know, you know, coins are going to score points. I mean, and, and as good as you defend, they'll, they'll jag it from a try, um, you know, from, from a kick here or yep. something along the, you know, here and there. And I mean, to have, have, have guys who are, you know, that, that, that Unpredictable, or who come up with a big play, guys like a Toddy, Todd Carney, or, or you know, Robbie Farrell or Jared Hayne, you know, they're, 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 they're proven at our level. Well, I mean, yeah, both, both Farrell and Hayne have been there before. 
um, you know, Todd Carnick and, you know, he's on the biggest stage and it's seen finals time and he's produced too. So, yeah, exactly. so I think, you know, I think it's, it's pretty well balanced. I, I would have loved to have seen that, that Terry Sims in there somewhere. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He might get a shot in, in game two. Um, but, yeah, it, it's a... It, it's, it's a good side. It'll it'll allow to be a good side. It'll be you know. I mean, we we've, we've we're certainly going to try and win, you know, win game one if we can and get yeah. back to Sydney and try and try and win the series. That's, yeah. that's that's my view on it. Game one is absolutely critical for us. So, um, yeah, you don't want to be one all going into Brisbane. Now you spoke about Tarek Sims. You spoke about Tarek Sims missing out, and a lot of people. Are, I mean, we've got an over under here on the footy show that uh, over under five and a half minutes in total game time for Jamie Bureau. Any ideas on that? No, I'm not saying that at all. It's, it's more of how's he get in the field. This question and it was related to the Sims thing. I got sorry, I sidetracked you on the Bureau thing, but uh, everyone remembers a certain hit you did on a uh, certain Queensland second rower. Any ideas for the one I'm talking about? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> can you can you take us through? Can you take us through what that how that happened uh, and which game it was? Because I'm racking my brain. Obviously, it was early nineties, but I can't remember which one it was. Can you just set the yeah, stage for everyone? Maybe um, Melbourne. I was in Melbourne. Um, MC thousand. Um, 94, it would have been. 94, yep. uh, uh, I think it was the first time we, they, they took Origin down here to the MCG. And, but I, 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 I remember coughing up a ball making a pretty crappy error about <laughs> uh, 30 seconds beforehand. And I I had the, uh, the shits when I threw it with myself. And I thought, right, whoever comes next is going to cop it. And you know, poor old Gilly, I think it was you know, him coming through, mate. So I thought, right, here's a chance to get out, you know, a bit of frustration. And, <laughs> It's one of the best, and I, if it ever jumps out of the State of Origin highlights, you'll be very harshly treated, because I can't give any be- any better. The problem is, poor old Gilly just took it to heart, because he killed about 17 people in the next series the next year. Um, yeah, well, that, that was a question I was going to ask. Did you retire from um, Origin or Rep Football at the end of that season, or did you just not get, not get picked the next year? I think, look, you know, I, 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 I kind of made up in my own mind at the end of 94 that, you know, I'd, I'd been on that kangaroo tour and had a couple of injuries and sort of really struggled through 94, to be honest. Yeah. So I thought, you know, that's it for me. Then, you know, 95, played play club footy and, you know, it just, just felt more at ease. And then um, actually 96, I, I you know, really worked hard the off-season. I was 30, 31, coming yeah, back into my career. and. Yep. 
I, um, I remember, you know, I got, I got picked for City and uh, it just sort of really reignited it. I thought, just there might be a chance to play Origin again here, you know. And, but Gus, you know, I mean, Gus, um, I think he, he stuck solid with the guys who played in 90, 95 who got the job done. And um, look, it uh, wasn't to be, but still, it was, it, it was nice to get back, you know, back in the picture again. Okay, last couple of questions, mate, and then we'll let you go here on Not The Footy Show. Uh, I've got to take you back to probably the hardest moment in your career, even though it didn't cost us a series, but can you just take us through where you were when the try from hell was scored in 94? <laughs> was that, yeah, I, I think that, that, that was game one. Game, one. game yep. one, So That's right, because yeah, well, the hit on Gilly was game two, because we had to win in Melbourne to, 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 to square, square the series. Because I've got to ask you this, because, well, mate, everybody knows how the try unfolded, but I want to know, who, who are you responsible for tackling? Because clearly you didn't have Mark Coyne marked. Standing on the fi- were you on the bench at that stage or did you come back on the field? I was no, no I was on the bench. I was, it was I, 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 I've been replaced. So I think I was still. There was any change in, but I, I was for the night. So, um, so what, what do you what do you do? You're, you're standing on the bench or you're standing on the sideline. You're watching this happen. How do you how do you react? What goes through your mind like when that happens? <laughs> well, like I say, I'm the, I, I just play with him, mate. But you can imagine <laughs> what I said, but uh-huh. I just you know, I, I couldn't believe it. I just should be into the you know these these. Final two questions, mate. Uh, that we're going to go from that try, which was just, as it said, try from hell. It just, it still kills me. It is the best try I've ever seen in my life, but it's, it just kills me. Um, to game number three, when I reckon that is arguably, in my books anyway, the best performance by the Blue, a Blues team that I've ever seen in game three. In '94. Yeah, '94. That was it. Could be Mel's last game. Yeah, because you had that against you. You had that against you, and you went up, and we did. Oh, you obviously did. I didn't, but we uh, outplayed Queensland totally in that match. Yeah. 
you know, it's been a really you know, just a, a wonderful experience over those few years, and you know, and all those places. You know, I mean, I, I might see them for a couple of years, but we're all we're all tripping mates when we see each other at the different stages to catch up. Um, you know, and you know, at, the, at times of origin. So now, final question, mate, before we let you go. I, look, I know that there is a try you scored in a certain grand final. It was pretty special. But uh, I'm looking at the stats. It's New South Wales, 89-94, 14 games, zero tries. Now, how close did you ever get? Do you remember Do you remember getting close in an Origin game to scoring a try? Oh, well, I couldn't get the ball at being a lie. It's my fan. I just, you know, <laughs> Benny or Ricky or the other backs, mate. We, uh, no, but I, I, I don't even reckon I, I, I could scratch my head. I don't even think I went close, mate, at Origin, but... Um, but there's other jobs to be done, mate. I look at you know the uh, the forwards, you know the forwards winning the games, mate. Right? But the you know, the backs tend to you know uh, to you know really to, uh, to you know how much you win by you know backs. They're, they're more responsible for that. But uh, no, mate, I was you know I was fairly pleased with what I did in Origin time, and uh, you know it was uh, it would have been lovely to get out of the strike. But you know, I've, like a lot of blokes, mate, I've, I've got to dug in next to my name as well for tries. <laughs> Uh, just quickly on that, actually, no one remember. Like, remember that the stat systems never recorded the try saves, though, did they? So you would have had like forty or fifty of those. <laughs> oh, you can double that. Okay, yeah. double that. Well done, Paul Sirian. <laughs> thank you very much for being on Not the Footy Show. It's been a pleasure having you on. Um, great to chat, mate. If at all possible, later in the season when we get closer to the finals, the Tigers will no doubt be there. If we have a chat to you about club football, maybe later in the season, is that a possibility? Certainly is, mate, and uh, I'll well, thoroughly enjoy chatting with you tonight. Too easy, mate. And as we let you go, Blues by how many in game number one? Blues by, I think you just one point, mate, so, uh, yeah, that'll do me, mate. Just, just, just a point. A field goal, a field goal extra time. That would be lovely to put it that way. Thank you very much, Paul Siren, on being on the footy show. Cheers, mate. What are my chances? Not good. I'd say more like one out of a million. So you're telling me there's a chance. Yeah! Okay, DC Chapman, it is time to talk State of Origin. We've just heard from the great man, Paul Siren. What an interview that was, DC. Yeah, I was I was wrapped. I was I was What's the word? I'm really not good with my words tonight. Was it's not? It's the lack of live was, factor was, here, everybody, for DC Chapman. I mean, when he comes over normally, we we simulcast this live on UStream, and he's spotting raccoons all over the place. But now he's got no idea. He doesn't know what's happening. He's telling me I don't know what to say, and he's sitting with a run sheet in front of him. It's it's a real concern, DC. What's happening? Uh, I, I don't know. Yeah, got, you didn't. Yeah, I've, I've just you know I've been out, I've been off my game all week, really. Oh, not good, mate. Not good. Uh, look, the Paul Siren interview. I hope you enjoyed it, everyone. And he did declare that he will talk to us later in the year about club footy, DC Chapman. So all those questions that emailed me two days ago to ask Paul Siro yeah. when I said it was an origin special that were club related. I did, I did send one question for Siro. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember what it was. What was oh, it? I asked you to ask him why, a, why New South Wales can't get decent, constant, good players. To, to I think se- he basically answered that and, and said that they've just got about seven champions in their side and that's half the problem. We haven't quite got the... Uh, the same resources to choose from. But this is what we're talking about now, DC. The new team has come in. Okay. Uh, I tell you what was. When that new team came in, before that, for the last, I've got to call it, 
nine months. I've, I was just so upset about it, and and I, I was just going to say, because I thought about you, you're going to ask me who's going to win, and I said, no, nah, this year I'm going to say Queensland are going to win at three 0 <laughs> Then I saw the team, and I'm thought, no, all right, well, what we'll do, what we'll, what we'll do, DC Chapman, is we will let. Matty Duncan and myself, we chatted this last night on Tuesday night. Right. We went through the teams very quickly, yep. uh, given a couple of thoughts. We'll go to him in my interview right now. Yep. Like now? Now? Bureur. 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 Okay, everyone. Well, Matty Duncan told me last week that he couldn't do our State of Origin special, so to make sure he was on the show, I brought it forward to Tuesday night. I'm chatting to the man, the myth, Matty Duncan, right now. Matty, good evening. I feel very special. It was a bit like when they changed the rule because Alfie was too good at stripping the ball. Remember that? <laughs> You've changed the rules to get me in the show. I do, mate. Speaking of changing the rules, uh, just in the lead-up to, to this week's episode, I had a listen to our, oh, your favourite interview on Not The Footy Show over the years. That was Choppy Close's interview last year. And he, he did bring up an interesting point how um, when he was in the change rooms after the, he represented New South Wales, oh, sorry, Sydney in the City Country game uh, in, like, 1984, he had an interesting conversation with the chairman of selectors for Queensland. I think it was Ernie Hamilton. And he said, look, we're trying to decide between uh, yourself, Chris Close, uh, Malmeninga and Gene Miles for the Senators for Queensland. And he said, look, if you don't get picked, odds are they'll make you available for New South Wales. Now, this is something that I feel like I've completely glossed over in the year since, but evidently he was the reason that you, once you played for Queensland, you couldn't play for New South Wales, that that rule got in place, because evidently you could actually keep changing as late as 1984. Did you recognise that, mate? I do wasn't aware of that, was that no, Interesting point. So check out the... It's it's last year. It's episode something, rather, from last year. I, I can probably look up it now, everybody. Uh, give me a second. Uh, it was episode... It was the State of Origin Game 1 preview uh, last year. Uh, episode 63, if you want to look it up. Uh, Choppy Close chatting then, and he, and he revealed that at that stage there was a chance he might have actually have been picked for New South Wales. He probably wouldn't have played for him, but under the way the rules worked, he could have been picked for New South Wales as late as 1984. That's, that's incredible. Very interesting, wasn't it? Yes, no, the rules changed along the way a fair bit. Well, of course, Origin, didn't, 84 was kind of really when it really seemed to take off. Yep. So, yeah, very interesting. Well, there you go. Uh, something new every day here on Not The Footy Show. Well, we've got Matty Duncan on the line a day early, even though this podcast will be released on the Wednesday night. Just to get his feel on the New South Wales and Queensland sides, mate, we uh, give ourselves here at Not The Footy Show a bit of a pat on the back. We aced that Queensland side. Yeah, well, aren't we geniuses? It was a, <laughs> you know, we nailed it. You know, all the, the surprise selections and all, we were just too good. Well, in our defence, we did predict, you know, who would come in for... Yeah, yeah, and um, you said that Sivinus Fever would get another game, and we did actually say Gillette would get the spot ahead of DCD. That's about the biggest uh, yeah, well, surprise. Yeah, we can only play what's in front of us, was, and we got the little things right. We did. Cherry Evans, well, we'll go through the team very quickly. Queensland, as everyone knows already, but we're doing it for you guys in podcast land, and I don't understand how you would know the side, but Slater, Boyd, Inglis, Hodges, Tate, Thurston, Cronk, Scott, Smith is the captain, Sivinus Fever, Miles, Thiday, Harris on the bench, is Gillette, Taylor, Hannon, and Shillington. Daly Sherevan's 18th man. And Dane Nilsson, I believe, is named as 19th man. 
there's a little bit of doubt about Justin Hodges after he did an ankle or hurt his foot, I think it was, a couple of rounds ago. But uh, you expect him to play, Matt? He's declared himself he'd be right today. But as, you, as you'd expect him to say, but yeah, I reckon he'll be right. And a little interesting note was, oh, I found out today, I've, you know, for years I've been calling him a most medium, calling him Matt uh, Gillette. It's actually Matt Gillett. Really? It's not Gillet? No, it's Gillett. Rhymes with Fillet. Oh, that's nice to know, but I, I, I'm now going to have to call him Matt Gillet. Gillet. Gillet, it's decided. Uh, to get away from that you know, stigma of Gillette, the best a man can get, you know, he doesn't want to be associated with that kind of thing. Uh, so, Gillet, Matt Gillet. Uh, speaking of Gillets or Moulets, we, uh, mate, there was on uh, Fox Sports 2 uh, on Tuesday night, some classic footy, and Matt Elliott was sporting a magnificent mullet. He had a good melon on his day, old Matty Elliott, yes. He yeah, was yeah. one of the best going around. Actually, it was very interesting to hear the commentators. They were talking about how when he came on the field, he gave the team direction and enthusiasm. I'm thinking that was pretty much him as a coach, wasn't it? Yeah, that's old, old Matty boy, yeah. It was, what, so what year was that was? That was 91 it was on. That was uh, Broncos and the Dragons. And for spoil it for all you uh, Broncos fans at home, the Dragons scored a pretty amazing try right at the end to get up. And I actually remember listening to that game on, uh, gee, TUE back in 1991. Great memories, Wolf. Yes, uh, I think the Broncos, that was the last toll. The, the, the first time under Wayne Bennett uh, they'd missed the finals, or, or that first sort of one where they'd made it a couple of years and then didn't make it in 1991, which was a few years ago now, mate, but uh, formative years for us. And as uh, everyone has heard, I was on uh, Not The Footy Show already, Paul Sirenen was involved in a few games in those early 90s when the Blues you know, started that uh, dynasty against your Maroons. Oh, somewhat of a dynasty. Was he's won a couple, and we'd win one, and then he's win a couple more. We won three in a row. Thank you very much. Uh, look, actually, it's interesting, Matt. You don't, haven't heard the interview yet, but we do. I do ask an interesting question to uh, Paul Siren about that three in a row, and uh, you'll have to listen to yourself to uh, find out what it was about. Let's go to the. Oh, is there anything else from the Queensland side that you think is uh, surprising, or maybe something you would have liked to have seen? Do you think uh, they've well, been harsh on Corey Parker? Good the side as a Queenslander, plenty. Of- Plenty of size there was, but I guess that kind of leads into the New South Wales team, and, and they've obviously gone with a bit of a strategy there. Yeah, well, they went with a strategy last year that was kind of good and kind of terrible. Uh, look, the long and the short of New South Wales last year was that they wanted to try and outlast Queensland, so they went with mobility. Uh, unfortunately, they didn't go with any points, mate. And finally, the Blues look like they've taken our advice here and not the footy show to heart, and they've picked some points. Yeah, that's, uh, they've definitely got some uh, try scorers in the team, don't they? Yeah, well, let's go through that side very quickly. It's Brett Stewart, Hayne, Jennings, Josh Morris, Uate, Carney, Pierce, Tamau, Farah, Gallon is the skipper, Greg Bird, Lewis, and Glenn Stewart will likely make up the starting pack. They did name a squad, the Blues, but that'll be, I would imagine, the starting pack. The bench is uh, Ben Cray, Trent Merrin, Tony Williams, and Burer. Do you know Burer? Have you heard of Burer? Day off. Mate, we've been, this has been killing the office at work. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with the scene, mate, where the uh, coach, uh, the, the, the teacher is sitting there and he's calling out Bueller's name. He's going, Bueller, Bueller. Every single time there is a silence in the office at work, someone just goes, Bueller, Bueller, and it's just killing at the moment. If you haven't heard it, everybody, here it is. There you go. There's our uh, little take on the Jamie Bueller experiment. Jamie Bueller is the big, biggest question mark in this team for the Blues, along with Ben Cray. There's not a lot of love for old runaway Cray, mate. Uh... Which decisions the Blues made don't worry you at all? Oh, a fair few of them was. I'll, I'll tell you the only ones that, that really worry me is is uh, the five eights. Yep. He's a concern. He, he's a real X factor. Uh, and 
again. I'm, I'm, as a Queenslander, I'm, I'm glad they kind of look past the criticism of him because, as we mentioned in previous shows, he, he is an Origin player and he steps up in, in Origin. So they're, they're the two big ones. Obviously, Tony Williams and, and Farah are there, but Tony Williams off, off the long spell might, you know, I'd, I'm worried about him later in the series. Yep. And obviously, Farah's a class player as well. So they're the, they're the big ones that, as a Queensland fan, concern me. Player like Luke Lewis, too, who I've got a huge opinion of, who I think is a real Origin player is another player that is somewhat of a concern. But he was always going to be there anyway. Now, there are a couple of other ones. Uh, I would have liked to have seen Chris Lawrence in the side. Um, I know why they picked Josh Morris, because he can flat out attack, but I'm just concerned that uh, if he plays left or right, uh, Hodges or Inglis are going to run through him. Yeah, I, I've, uh, I admit to having a smile on my face when I've seen him picked. I, the the centres are the, the two full players for Queensland, and we, we've seen what Inglis can do coming into an Origin Series out of form. Yep. Um, so I'm, I'm pretty excited about him coming into this series. Yeah, and uh, there are other selections that... I mean, the Ben Cray one kind of doesn't make a lot of sense. I mean, there is some talk that he might start and Bird or Lewis go to the bench. But look, from looking at the team, they've picked him in that hybrid prop second row role. I don't really understand it. I, I'm surprised Tariq Simmons didn't get his chance. And I'm a bit annoyed that, you know, there's this talk that, oh, he'll get game two or get game three. Well, why? Why wait till that long? Pick him in game one. Yeah, that was my biggest shock. And I, you know, as a Queenslander, I'm, I'm wrapped that he's not playing game one. Yeah. Game one's all about getting the runs on the board early. Why, why wouldn't you throw him in? And he, he's a real form player. He's a great kid. And, yeah, why is he not there? I mean, I'm concerned mainly with Merrin and Cray. I mean, we've already discussed and We'll have our uh, origin prediction special next Monday with all our first try scorers, our over-unders, etc. I don't see Bureau getting on the field. And I'm really worried that if Cray and Merrin are the guys coming off the bench, I know being, I know uh, Trent Merrin's been having great stats and whatever, but I'm still lacking to see his impact. I don't think he's going to make an impact at Origin this year. New South Wales is going to be best served playing 10 out for 60 minutes, Gallon for 80 minutes, which really leaves us with trying to interchange guys like Bird, Lewis and Stewart. And I, I don't know if there's a lot of value there, apart from bringing Tony Williams on. Yeah, exactly. Well, then I, I honestly, in, in all honesty, I think... The two starting 13s are, you know, a lot more even than people think. But yeah. I think the real advantage for Queensland is our bench and, um, you know, the value we're going to get off, off those guys coming off the bench for Queensland. Any concern for you with the size equals not quite mobile enough in that middle area, with especially with Robbie Farrow now part of the blue side? Yeah, look, that's, you know, that's obviously going to be the game plan for New South Wales and that's something Queensland will have to, to try and look at. But I, I just think... Queensland will start well and, and mm. you know, they'll just keep rolling, you know, all day. So, yeah, that's that's where New South Wales are, are going to capitalise if they can, but, oh, geez, that's a massive pack and they're going to make ground every set, though, aren't they? I'll tell you, the one thing that I'd be doing if I was strategising for the Blues, I'd be targeting two guys on your bench. One is Matt... Delay. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> um... He likes to run up. I don't know if he's going to temper that at origin level or they're just going to say, unleash the beast, go for it. Um, but, I mean, he can smash guys, don't get me wrong, but I think that's a little bit of a weak point depending on when he comes onto the field. And the other one is David Shillington can't tackle laterally. Um, you've got to be getting Robbie Farrow going on the line with a Williams or a um, Bird or whatever just on the edge of him because I think as good as he is taking the ball up defensively, he is a big question mark. He's the guy that I target if I'm the Blues. And Petro, yeah. he can be hit and miss in that area too with his lateral movement. I think you'll see, obviously, Matt Scott play 50-something minutes. Ben Hannon will play 50-something minutes. They'll work out between Shillington, um, Gillette, and Taylor of the other minutes with Sivan and Siva. I think 
You'll see Miles play most of the match. Thido will play the 80. Harrison probably the 80 as well. Uh, maybe a 10-minute period for Gillette. But I, I think that's... The Blues have basically, as I said, they've picked enough players that can score points. Um, their key will be fine on the chinks in the Queensland armour, and that's going to be tough. It's been tough the last six years, Wolf. Well, in our defence, we have picked some Nifnas. No, true. I, this is one of the best New South Wales teams I've seen picked in a long, long time. Yeah. Uh, that's what we wanted to talk to you about, mate, is, is just get your honest opinion on that kind of thing. As I said, we can give Queensland a thousand raps, and, and we will. But, I mean, surely, surely, seven is just too many numbers for Queenslanders to count up to, isn't it? Pretty lucky to me, was. <laughs> Very good. Uh, May Duncan, we will t- chat to you again on Monday. We're going to, as we said, everybody, we're going to do a Monday prediction show. So if you've got any over-unders to throw at us at the moment, our number one over-under is over-under. Five and a half minutes for Jamie Bure in Origin 1. Matty? Under. <laughs> I'm with you 100%. I can't see him. I can't see him getting out of the 90 or whatever it is, the gown or whatever he is, wears on the on the bench. So make sure you uh, check out that next week. Uh, obviously, we've already heard from uh, our man Paul Sirin, and there'll be more of DC Chapman and myself after the break. But Matty Duncan, 3 0 Queensland? Uh, yeah, I think so. Was. Well, I'm in full rumour. I did tip the Sharks last week as well, so go 3 0 Queensland. Uh, we'll have Matty's tips later on with me and DC. But uh, Matty Duncan, thank you for his time. We'll speak to you next week on Not the Footy Show. Good on you, Wallace. Bureur. Bureur. Not gonna happen. Okay, we're back from Matty Duncan's little interview there, and um, yeah, mate, he's uh, pretty confident that the Blues will give us a, will give the the Maroons a bit of a run for their money this uh, this series. And I, I believe you, I believe I you love, share. I love hearing the Queenslanders get rattled. Yeah, a little, little rattled because <laughs> they've done nothing else for the last few yeah, years. Just so. rattled us, basically. I know, mate. You have sent me a couple of emails during the week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how are you feeling about that Blues team that we've just uh, heard from Matty? When I saw the team, I got really confident. I don't know what it was, but I, I started seeing all these Delusional. good players. Yeah. That, and if they can play well together, and a few of them should be able to play well together, I, I just think we can we can make it gel this year. I really do. I just... If, if we can do the thing that every other New South Wales team hasn't been able to do, which is go forward strong enough... Oh, it's mainly be worry Queensland in attack. We haven't worried Queensland. Yeah, but that comes from the platform that the forward set, and it happened in game two last year, and we won. And I'm not going to shy away from this, trendsetters. I'm not saying the forwards don't do the job. Ciro didn't say that forwards don't do the job. Okay. But we've got to have points in us. We haven't had points in us the last couple of years, and it's come back and it's bitten us on the behind when Queensland's How can we not have points in us? How can these professional players not know how to do a simple run around? Well, a bloody... You know, We've now got some players. This is what I want to ask you, mate. What are the, some of the selections and the team is in front of you if you were just uh, flicking Well, your, the thing is, page I, over. you've convinced me, though, was about the, the spine. The spine. The well, last year, the spine in game number one was Josh Dugan, mm. Jamie Soward, Mitchell Pearce, Michael Ennis. Ooh. The spine in game two was Anthony Minicello, Jamie Soward, Mitchell Pearce, Michael Ennis, and it was the same in game three. I think we scored, we scored a few points in the last game after the game was completely gone when it was 24 nil, But I think we scored 12 points in the first game, 18 points in the second. Effectively, we scored five tries in two games. Okay. We're now looking at this series with our spine mm-hmm. mate is Brett Stewart, yep. Todd Carney, Mitchell yep. Pearce, Robbie Farrar. The best thing I'm about a little that, bit excited. The best thing about that is Todd Carney because Todd Carney really is one of them genuine playmakers. When he's on his game, he knows how to get that back line running well and running at the right angles and 
he somehow he makes it easier for the the centers and the and the wingers to find gaps. We've got two of those guys in our spine that are in that cut category. Who, who's the other one? Farah's the other guy around yeah, the right, okay, which is good. what we haven't had for as long as Michael Owens has been in the team. The other player that is on this list, and we chatted about with both uh, Maddie and Paul, but Jared Hayne in the team. Now, I know you're not a big fan of Jared Hayne at the best of times, because you love your Brett Morris, and he had a shocker after he found out he wasn't in the Origin team Monday night. But oh, the Dragons had a shocker. There is a better, well, there is a greater threat in the New South Wales team. Do you know what? With him in the seventeen, we are a more dangerous team. Are we not? Quite nice stuff. Are we not? Get enough? Are much ball? Jared Hayne, yes, yeah, that's right. And he had to find a place for him. He had to find a place. Yeah, we did. Yeah, and 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 I hope that which is why he didn't do in game one last year. If you recall, I just hope that he he finds that spark that that he once had, and that he fires up and and goes looking for the ball. you know, I, I I want this New South Wales team to show me some hunger. Now you're a Dragons fan. Yep, big time. Deserved to be there, Trent Marin. He has been playing well this year. There are some others that have probably been playing better than him, but I I think what they've done there is they want to keep some of the players that were there last year. So that's I why Craig's there as well. In game three. Yeah, there must be something about him that Stuart likes. The, the whole Sorry, he's, been, he played, he's played well this year. He really he really has played well this year, and he is going to be ben a good player in the, in the future. Ben Cray hasn't been playing that well, but I, I was I was going to, from watching the game on Monday night, um, I thought to myself, I'll have to go and look at the stats of how many runs and how many metres he makes per game. Uh, have you had a look at that? Is he, is he's, he... he's good. He's not... He, I, I like Ben Cray as a footballer. Yeah. Should Ben Cray there be there ahead of Tarek Sims? Should he be there ahead of Aaron Woods? Should he be ahead? <laughs> well, the he, question, he's, I, I think Tarek he's a Sims. Veteran. Queenslanders don't want Tarek Sims in the origin side. Okay, but then on take, that take basis care. alone, you have to get him in the team. But I would, I would rather have Cray there than than Merrin. Like get yeah. get, get Tarek Sims in and, and put him, you know, in place of Trent Merrin. You, and we've I, talked about this before. Every, everyone's having that. a go at Ben Cray, but he's one of the guys that's been there for years and knows how to do it, and he's quite an intelligent. Well, bloke, that, that, that argument, why isn't Anthony Watmo there? Because of injury. Not evidently. <laughs> no, it is. That's not what a couple of things came out in the press today. Funny enough, to like um, that essentially he got dropped. Uh, and yeah, I, I I don't get that. I mean, then we've got then we've got the man we uh, we talked about. Sorry, the chairman of selectors of the Blues talked about uh, the start of the show. Viewer, viewer, viewer. If you haven't seen uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, people, what, what are you doing back, alive? Go, uh, go, stop the podcast. I suppose we might get some young. We, st- we, we just stop the pod. Oh, sorry. So, Play the podcast after you've watched it, and enjoy Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Well, that scene is a very—it's a micro little scene in the in the show, but it is a classic. But it's a classic, and, and what we've done by going on, on, and on over. with the with the viewer idea is go to YouTube. It's on the link on the um, website that on wnicholson.com that you got the podcast from. Watch the little clip they've done. They've basically cut together the five second scene that everyone remembers, yes. where he says Bueller, Bueller, don't, Bueller. D- don't ruin it for them. No, and they've don't. cut it together 84 times, is, what we've, is why we've done Bueller X, X amount of times at the start sure, of the I don't show. know if we should be telling them that we're stealing someone else's idea. Oh, good. Let, like let, let, let them think that it was our idea. Bueller. 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 Anyway, Bueller's on the team. Now, Queensland, like, we've chatted about it with... Sound like a couple of cane toads. 
Could have not be. Um, Queensland have got a pretty good side. I mean, that's understatement. They're just awesome. Yeah, they are. They're just very, very good. So There's... we have to look, mate, at the fact that you think New South Wales are going to win. Why? Because Queensland are losing that edge. That I don't know how to say it. They're, they're sort of that they're... Darren Lockyer, perhaps. No, I wouldn't say that Darren Lockyer. I, they, they, they do have suitable replacements for him. I mean, not as good as him, obviously, but um, it just seems like they've been cruising along for too long, and they might forget to keep. The I pedal thought that down was or... that was last year. That was our chance last year. You could see it last year. They didn't play at the top of their game, the Maroons, until uh, the first twenty minutes of game three. They were beatable in game one. We beat them in game two. We had our chance. I think they refocused this year. You reckon? Yep. We're going to lose. Last year, if you recall, I didn't say we'd win. and We had a, <laughs> we had a subpar team and we almost got there. We've got a better side this year. Queensland are going to win. We'll win one of the first two games, but Queensland will win. I'm sorry, everybody. Which 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 one of the Blues is one of them them fiery, feisty... Tarek Sims, I think, is the guy. <laughs> uh, no, 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 also... but, is he, but is he is he going to be like really kind of like very determined to beat those rotten, stinking Queensland? Not the team. <laughs> no, but that's what I'm saying. Which one of them? Uh, Tony Williams is our... But the problem is with him, he's always been a care factor situation with Tony Williams. So hopefully the fact he hasn't played football in about eight weeks uh, yeah, but, gets him fired up. But, there is something different but between... But James Tamau is our enforcer in the pack. I don't care about that. There's something different, different between football players who like to play football and football players who desperately want to annihilate Queensland. I reckon Tamau might have a bit of that in him. I know, I know he's apparently a Kiwi, if you want to hear all the whinging from the Queenslanders and the Kiwis that he picked his out Wales. But I reckon he's got a bit of that. I think he, he wants to play Origin. That's the thing that's driving him to, to pledge his allegiance to Australia. And I, I'm really looking forward to him getting out there. You know, everyone's been saying that... Uh, you know, he Paul wants Gallen to play Origin, Origin because Gallen of the, the guns. But is, he, is, is New South Wales his second choice? And he's, no, it's his didn't first. Put up it's, his his first hand. it's his first choice. He's, he, he wasn't in contention. He never thought he'd play for Australia. Queensland, had, uh, New Zealand had their chance to pick him. They didn't. Yeah, okay. And now he's in, and if he wants to play for... That's the thing. If you want to play... I, I want people who want to play for your state or your country or whatever. I don't want these ones that have to get yeah, that's convinced. Right. Like the Jamie Lyons and the Matt Coopers and all these absolute niff-nuffs who... Jack, so, oh, my over-origin. Jamie Lyon the other night against Broncos. How good did he play? Yeah, he played very, but very I, well. I, I, I struggle to have respect for him. Okay, yep, I, I hear. Because he doesn't want to play for his state and represent the... Ah, it just annoys me. Go shoot a pig. All right, um... <laughs> James Tamau is my ex-factor for Origin, uh, and it's funny uh, that just a thing on Paul Gallen very quickly, I do some work on a website called dreamteamers.com.au, uh, been getting a bit handy with a Photoshop, came up with a picture, DC Chapman, and I'll, yeah. I'll see if I can find it while you film, mate. Uh, Phil, just um, Phil for me. Okay, coming, coming back to the wanting to play Origin. Yeah, just Phil for me, good There's um, a bit of talk about, around the moment about how much they get paid. Yeah. Now, I didn't quite get the stats, but I think it was something along the lines of they get paid 20000 per game at the moment and they want to put it up to 150%, which is 30000 So... Yeah, if they want to play for the money or they want to play for the state. Well, this is what I'm saying, but, if, but should we be d- deliberately making it not a big payment so that they don't get there just for the they money? They should get paid money for playing in the um, Origin. I don't know if they should get $30,000 a game. But, I mean, let's hope that the football speaks for itself and maybe they get more money under the new TV. It's all about the new TV deal, mate. Because if they get a new TV deal and there's more money in the coppers, their ability to ask for more money is increased, and that's the whole reason. But that should stay in their club contract. 
I don't know how it all works. Anyway, let's go back to the all four right. gallon idea. Oh, yeah. There's my beautiful um, work on four gallon. Do you explain what's in front of you there? Mate? That's not four gallon. <laughs> that looks nothing like you've, you've taken someone else's face and put it's it there. It's four gallon. <laughs> Apparently, it's four gallon's face on the Incredible Hulk. Yeah, uh, and, rip, rippling abs and, and you like my little work of the uh, the fringe into the phrase. So it looks, you know, moderately it looks like a little... Okay, now I had that idea. Uh, it was in regarding to whether he was going to play the Rabbitohs a few weeks ago. Uh, we had a direct line uh, to him, and his, that was his text message back, mate. Yeah, I'll play. Letters. Yeah, no, did, oh, we added the I'll play. Oh, right, yeah. We yeah, asked him, yeah. will you play? He said, yeah. Anyway, so we've gone with the idea that he's the Hulk and, you know, that whole idea. And then a little magazine called Rugby League Week. Yes. Yeah. You guess. What did what did they do? Was yeah. rotten well, stinking rugby league. Well, rugby league, league week when an um. <sighs> versus the Iron Man. So they've made Paul Gallon into the Hulk for their Smith. cover of their, their State of Origin Hero special. Was that was that a was that Maria? No, that's a different magazine. Oh, it is too. I can tell you right now oh, they yeah, stole the too. idea, which is fine. I mean, all we ask for is a scrotum's worth of recognition. <laughs> all right, that's all we ask for. Uh, and they've been getting all these kudos, and we're thinking, hello, my Photoshop skills, like, a week and a half ago, instigated this idea. Do you, well, but surely if you if you write a, a nice letter to them instead of an angry letter. No, I didn't write an angry one. I just said, I'm sure I've seen this before, and, and linked it. <laughs> no response from League no, no, but say surely, the, surely, if you were nice, like overly nice about it, can you can you just say, just give me a bit of kudos? That's all we asked for, and we didn't get anything. Didn't get any, okay? Because it's pretty clear where they're. They, but are they worried that they're going to get sued or something? I think we're going to sue. We just wanted to say, give us a bit of credit for coming up with the idea of Gallon is Hulk. Because clearly, has that not been done in the past? Surely that was like the first thing that they did back in the seventies with Arthur Beetson, probably. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, it's pretty obvious where the ideas come from, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Anyway. I gotta so, say, I gotta say, their version of of Paul Gallon looks a lot more like Paul Gallon than your version. Of it's Paul the Gallen. has actually a picture of Paul Gallon. It looks, no, it looks more. I tell you what, it looks more like Jamie Lyon than Paul Gallon. <laughs> anyway, see that's Paul Gallon there. See Paul Gallon on the website. That's what I'm saying. Uh, anyway, so League Week, hang your heads in shame. Unless you want to say, I yeah. gotta say, I love, I, I do enjoy my comic books. Oh, it's great. It's fan- it, I'm, it again, I'm, I'm, it's a great, it's a great look on their magazine. I, I watched. Iron Man 2 for the first it's time just, on the weekend and I was thoroughly yeah. impressed. It was and, fantastic. Uh, Karen Smith with the perpetual uh, Big Jaw. Five o'clock shadow. Uh, oh, anyway, yeah, there's a bit yeah, of information yeah. for you there if you want some Dream Team news. Dreamteamers.com.au he's quite, he's quite rugged. I am known as the postman on that site. He's quite ruggedly handsome, Cameron Smith. <laughs> you going? Well, I don't know if I'd go that far. <laughs> okay, let's, let's move away from Crikey. that. Uh, mate, we have to talk about origin tip categories in just a few seconds, but I do have the, uh, you know, we had the mail about the team. We got the Queensland team spot on. Did you notice that? I didn't notice that we got it spot on. We got on. it spot on. Spot on. Spot on. Uh, New South Wales team, don't, I think we got don't, I mean, don't, don't give yourself too much of a pat on the back there, was it? Did wasn't you, that did hard you, to... Did you claim the team? No. Did I? It's, it's what I love about but everybody yeah, said after the it fact. It wasn't that hard to... Did they put it up there? Did they put it out there? No, they didn't. Yeah, true that. We okay. were on record. Yeah, that's true. A couple of weeks beforehand. Yeah, we we backed yes, we ourselves. Only, okay, and we had before that with Matt earlier. Yes, we had to get three players right, but we got them right. This is what I'm saying. <laughs> this is what I'm trying to. But, point we, out. but we got them right. Okay, but we got them. We right. got them okay. right. Uh, I think we got 13 of 17 with the Blues. Um, the all snub New South Wales team. I sat down and had a look at it. Yes. At fullback is Josh Dugan. Yeah. On the wings, we've got Nathan Merritt and uh, Brett Morris. Yep. Merritt gets there because I don't think there's anybody else that's actually in threat to him. Chris Lawrence is in one centre position. Jamal Idris is in the other. Jamal Idris not, we didn't get there in form, but 
you have a look at what else is available, and there's not a lot for the Blues. Crikey. 5-8 would be Maloney, halfback Mullen, or either way around, you can swap those two around. I still can't find room for Jamie Soward. The front row will be Tim Grant and Aaron Woods. The hooker will be Ryan Hinchcliffe. Hind Marsh, get him out of retirement. Get him, I think he still wants to play for the Blues. Put him in there, because I love him. Now, hang on. How come Sims is coming off the bench? Because that's where he'd be used. You'd get more value from him in that, in that capacity. Hind Marsh, Watmo, and Mateo on the bench. Plenty Matao as the guy in New Zealand. Actually, brings me up an interesting point about the guy in New Zealand. Uh, have you heard that? You don't watch pay TV, do you? Don't bring up such a sore <laughs> subject, Warwick. There's a guy called Dale. There's a guy who's called Dale Husband. And he Mr. Does Mr. Does, Mr. Foxtel, please give me some free Foxtel, please. I'm, I'm in the media. I need to be I need to be watching every rugby league game. Please. Can I get back to Plenty Matao? I, 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 will, I will give you the biggest raps every week on air if you just give me some free Foxtel, please. Even if it's like just for six months, please. Okay, get, get back to your, what you're saying. Felipe Mateo, uh, the Dale husband is the new color, no, the play-by-play guy for Sky Sports and NZ. Okay, right. He has a little technique that I like to call pronunciation. It's very similar to the <laughs> pronunciation, pronunciation, or as Andrew Webster likes to say, pronunciation um, <laughs> in the press box a few weeks ago. Yeah, right. Uh, he was having a crack at people for not pronouncing people's names right, and he goes, "What really gets me is the pronunciation." <laughs> Oh, Andrew Webster, classic. Anyway, um, and he goes and likes to really... He tries to get the ethnic or the the symbolic meaning of the player's name. So it's Jerome Ropati. Because that's how they say Paletti it. Matao and all this kind of stuff. I don't know, he doesn't quite go Japanese on him. But, um, <laughs> what he does is he has he really Pal. accentuates the name. So it's James Maloney. Like, kind of stuff like that. All right. And I've decided that I must be saying my last name wrong. So I want Dale Husband to have a crack at Nicholson and see if he can... Tell me how it's supposed to be Nic- pronounced. How- Nicholson. Nicholson. Uh, how, how- are, are you Indian? <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm all over the globe at the moment. Um, you'd be, surely you'd surely be David- you've got some Scottish heritage. So it's, yeah. so it's Nic- Nicholson. 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 Do you know what? Can I, can I be a little bit off topic? Just yeah, go for it. Cause we're, oh, okay, let me just finish the bench quickly. Yeah. Uh, the bench is Tariq Sims, Luke Douglas, Aiden Tolman, and I reckon Wade Graham would be a good utility. And that's a damn good side. In the second snub team, what, were you, what was your sidebar? Okay, a few years back, remember the TV show Gladiators? Gladiator ready! Remember, remember yeah. Tank and, and Angel and all that? I remember Vacuum Cleaner. What was his name? Vulcan. Vulcan, yeah, <laughs> right. So, so I was coming up with my own name if I was one of the Gladiators, right? And I, and I came up with the Trojan. So my name would be... The Di- condom? <laughs> no, D- Davidian Stewardess Chapmanella. But, but you Ch- can... Sim- but you Ch- can- and I'm, I'm saying in a deep voice, but you can simply call me the Trojan. The Trojan. <laughs> so I don't know, that's what I thought of when you, when you said, how do I do very, my very name? Good. All right, so that's the all-snub New South Wales team. It'd be a pretty handy side. I think the current one would beat it. But um, funny enough, couldn't find any room for Jamie Sowell or Michael Anderson in that team. I'm stunned. Uh, yes, we'll get to that in a sec, DC Chapman. Origin 1 tip categories. Now, everybody, we do on W. Nicholson every year a whole bunch of categories. We get all the people on the show to basically look at uh, first try score, last try score, man of the match, all that kind of stuff, DC. I'm not, yeah, yeah, sorry. Okay, we do all that kind of stuff. And then we get people to submit their entries. So what the whole panel will be doing on Monday night, uh, Maddie Duncan and I will be sitting down and going through all the panel's picks. Yes. So you ha- oh, this weekend you have to get it to me. Now, I'll be in Melbourne, so I won't be able to annoy you and tell you to hurry up and send it to me. So you need to send it to me. By Sunday night, if possible, so I can then collate it when I chat to Matt and we just go through everybody's tips. So what we need to do here is come up with categories. Categories. Now we've got your first try scorer. Yeah. 
Last try scorer. Yeah. We've got man of the match. <laughs> can we have can we have forward of the match? <laughs> no. no. You're saying it's always going to be the backs who get man of the match. Paul Gallon game two last year. Yeah. yeah. See that? Yeah. Smoke it. Uh, man of the match. What else? First error. First penalty conceded. What's another stat you can throw out? The short, the Half-time, full-time The Sean Fenson stat. The most, person who makes the most tackles. Most tackles. Most hit-ups. Or most metres. 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 Metres? Metres. Okay, there are your boring ones. We need to get some real interesting ones now. And this is going to require some thought. Our number one... One is clearly, and I've already asked Paul Sirenen, and he's got unders. Is Jamie Bure over under five and a half minutes on the field on Origin 1? DC, what are you thinking? He's got to be over. Come on. They, what, what, what do you pick these guys for? Who? Who? Over. Bure. A Bure. Bure. Uh, now, we need some other ones, mate. Now, I thought was over under one and a half try assist for Todd Carney. Over. Ooh, that's it. That's the side. Carney, 1.5 try assist. We need a Queenslander one now. Slater, over under 1.5 tries. Ooh. Ooh. Or do we say whether we score or not? Yeah, he'll definitely score. Do you reckon he'll definitely score? Yes. Yeah, see, I, I it's Billy know. Slater. Hello. He'll get at least one try. Okay. Okay. One, <laughs> 1. 1.5 for Slater. Tries. We need, we need a really obscure one now. Do you know what, though? Because Billy Slater's Aha. been doing a lot Aha. of... Yeah, exactly. Aha. He's been doing a the lot of... referees are Matt Checken and Ben Cummins. Now, what's the geo with that? Uh, I'm just glad it's not Tony Archer. <laughs> Billy Slater has been doing a lot of try assists. He has been. But we yeah. don't, we've already got him. All right, okay, all right. Oh, hey, how about this one? How about this one? How about this one? How about, how about this one? one? Yeah, go. Over under one and a half combined Billy Slater tries and try assists. Yeah, I like that. Because, you know, he might not get two, but if he gets, as in two tries, he, but might, he might get a try, get a try and a try and assist, assist yeah. and that would take him over. So it's... Try and try assist. But put it up to two. Put it up to two and a half. It's too high. It's not too high. Too high. He'll definitely get a try and a try assist. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I like that. I like that combination. Okay, good. All right. Now, we need another one, another one for Queensland. Who have we got? Some uh, big big boppers on that team. Dave Taylor. Matt Gillette. Oh, it's Matt Gillet. Actually, is it how you Gillet. You're supposed to pronounce his last name, Gillet. Gillet. You know, Gillet, like Moulet. You know, that kind of stuff. <laughs> okay. Uh, we need one more, DC. Come on, you can just... Same as Ben Hannay. <laughs> ben Hannay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what, Sam Thiday? <laughs> um, come on, give me something. Give me something while we just run through... First, the fir- the first Maroons player to get injured. <laughs> first Maroon player taken out. First first Maroon player to be on the receiving end of a, an angry... Tamau special. Well, New South Welshman who's lost his temper and just thrown a punch and just... Well, Matt Pryor's not playing <laughs> for the Blues, mate, Or so. a cheap shot, because there's going to be a few there's cheap no, shots. There's no tent pegs from Matty Pryor this year. This well, week. there'll be a few... So he, he's saying, who's gonna, will there be a... Oh, I don't really want to talk injuries, because that's a bit harsh on players. Okay, yeah, no, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, come on, give me something. Give me something. Give you something. Look at all that team. There's team lists. Come on, mate. Well, and DCE, we've got to do something with DCE, he's I think. 18th man, he's not going to play. Exactly. Will he play? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go with no. <laughs> uh, let's go with... All right, here's another one. It's another another, another uh, over-under player on the field. Petro Sivanasiva. Uh, yeah, of course. Over-under... Is he slowing down, Was Over-under 25 and a half minutes. Mm. 
Now, why do you say 25 minutes? Because I figure two stints in the field, if he did 15 each, that's 30. Yeah. I don't think he's going to get 15 minutes both times. Do we go go 30 and a half? Do we go 26? Let's go 27 and a half. Okay. 27.75. 27 and a half minutes a game. 27 and a half uh, game time for Petro So There's our categories. Running through them again, will he, everybody. Will, will he come out wearing bandages around his knees? <laughs> yes. Um, I'll put these on uh, the Not The Footy Show Facebook page. It's just facebook.com slash NRL podcast. How many do we have we want, there was? Uh, okay, we want your half-time, full-time, which obviously gives you winner. Yeah. All right. I want first try scorer. I want last try scorer. I want man the match. I want first error. I want first penalty conceded. By right. who? Or by which team? By no, which player? Which player? Good. These okay. are all, these are all players. These are all good ones that you yeah, can yeah, yeah. You, you generally good. follow the over the first fifteen minutes of the match. All these ones. It makes, it's what makes it interesting. Most tackles in the match. Yep. Most meters in the match. Yep. Now the over unders are Jamie Bure five and a half. Yeah. Petro Sivina Siva twenty seven and a half. Yeah. Todd Carney one point five try assists. Yep. And Billy Slater one point five tries try assists. We might make the Todd Carney one. We might make the Todd Carney one tries and tries this as well, okay? Yeah, so, good call. But then okay. we need to push it up a bit. No, no, I think 1.5 is just about right. Because remember, there's not a lot of tries in Origin, okay. generally. All right, okay, all right. Um, now, was it that? That's that's 13. That's 13. That's a good number. Oh, good. Yeah, good point. Because a lot, of them, point. a lot of them will be during the game at the start, and then a lot of them will be after the game, and you can sit down and, and I take into consideration. I just like the fact that there's 13 players on a field. And we oh, that's, that's, that's glorious. We should fits find perfectly. We should find four more just to make it the whole full squad. No. 13, uh, so 13, if you want to enter that, everybody... Uh, head over to the Facebook page, uh, or if you've got any, don't know where to find that on Facebook, even though I just told you, facebook.com slash NRL podcast. Find me on the NRL tweet. That's just at NRL tweet. I, I know it's popular, and people text me and message me and all this sort of thing and ask me <laughs> on the street about... We have a couple of things news-related here in the, on the footy show. Zeb Taylor has signed a three-year deal with Catalans. What a waste of a career. He was going so well. He's a gun. He's, he's, he's a 27 years player. old. Why the heck is he going to Super League? Why isn't there a club that has gone, gee, I could use a good back row who can play 80 minutes and pay that guy money? It, it, it just goes to show you've got to get the the talk in the media as well. Because not, not a lot of people would know that Zeb Taya has been playing well this year. And and for the last two or three years, really, he's been pretty solid. He had a neck injury last year and missed most of the season. Right, okay. But, he, but when he plays, you know. He's a good footballer. Um... Poor old Michael Wayman. It, it is hard to not to. If Catalans have come to him and offered him a big but amount, why isn't of money, a club like he's a good second rowers? I mean, they're not guys who can play eighty minutes. I think that's the key part <laughs> for me is that I'm just really surprised. I don't know why the Knights had to get rid of him because they bought him both Scott, but still. Anyway, uh, mate, we have to look at Michael Wayman and the voodoo doll situation. Someone's yes. found it. Yes. And they've uh, been fiddling with that uh, yeah. knee of his. He's out for the season. He's done. Full reconstruction. Yeah. I'll be back till probably. Gee, April. Oh, it takes nine to twelve months for those regular. And then, yeah, and then it takes and a, a while to get, to get well back and, to. Yeah, I'm, I'm concerned that it won't be till midway through next year remember, that we see him again. Remember, a few years back there was this big fella by the name of something along the lines of Daniela Tuiaki or something. Like yeah, Daniela. But he had a Tanyella. he had a, a massive bad ankle. But it was fracture. it was a big fella running hard that made the fracture that bad, and it's just yeah. so it's he's very out. Hard um, to come I believe back. Jamie Lee Soward is the main suspect. Uh, to have the voodoo doll. That's not just what I'm just hearing that. That's his unique name, by the way. Jamie Lee Sowers. Okay, then. Uh, now, to joke history. 
Remember Sam Cassiano's hit on Friday night? Did you see that one? I did see it. Remind me of it. Because he shouldered like shouldered Luke O'Dwyer in the head and didn't miss him. Very similar to the Frank Pritchard incident. There was another one that was a few weeks afterwards that was a similar sort of issue where the, the shoulder came in contact with the okay, head. Okay, yeah. They all faced a fair amount of time off. And now he's got off. This is just why the joke tissue is a joke tissue, especially around Origin. Glenn Stewart went after the head of uh, Corey Norman and absolutely clocked him on Friday night as well. You saw that one, didn't you? No, I missed that one. I, I watched he's the game. He's come across the ruck and he's it. just. He hasn't missed him. He's got, it's a swing and arm. Across the chops, no doubt at all. Okay. Okay. Generally speaking, that attracts a weak. You might get off with a good behaviour bond, that kind of thing. What the Jake Tishery has done, allegedly, is that they've given Cassiano the lowest grade possible because yeah. it was a more serious offence than Glenn Stewart's. Oh, and by doing that, if you compare yeah, yeah, Cassiano's yeah. From hit, that week. From that particular week to Glenn Stewart's one, Glenn Stewart didn't even attract a charge. How good is this Jack Tishery? It, it's, it's pretty good. I don't know what to say about that, Was that It just... Oh. It's just, it's impressive. I, 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 it's, that's smart, that's smart manoeuvring, because you know no one's going to get, you have to, a player would have to drive over somebody in the car park to get suspended at <laughs> Origin That's what I've decided. All right. I'm fired up. When a man from the right comes in third to a fight, that's Sassai Day. Day. That's na 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 Let's go to our tips for round number 11, mate. We've got tips from everybody. Even Nick sent something to me. Did he? You remember Nick? You know I sent him a t-shirt would like Nick, you're wearing? Would Nick know Ferris Bueller's Day Off? I, I don't know what Nick knows. <laughs> Do I even, who's this Nick Bella you're talking about? I sent him one of these, these shirts at the same time you got yours. Yeah. Haven't heard a thank you? Haven't no, seen a picture? Goodness me. Very disappointed. So if you listen to this... Mac, Nick, and Ernie, put your shirt on, take a photo, and show that you exist, because at the moment, not happening. Uh, okay, let's go to the tips. Uh, Friday night, we've got the West Tigers up against the Warriors from Luzon, and uh, surprisingly, the Tigers without Robbie Farah, favourites, $1.85, New Zealand, well, the Warriors, sorry, $2, get one and a half points with the Kiwis. DC, how you feeling? I, I put a fair bit of faith in, in the playmakers. And the, those, you know, the seven, six, and nine, really. Um, and when you have key pe- people like that out, and Benji, I, he's not really doing that well at the moment. So I, I, I'm, I'm going Warriors on this. I'm with you. Uh, I, like, I like the Tigers. Everyone knows I like the Tigers. But Chris Lawrence in the, uh, the number six to make really make way for, or to make open a spot for Joel Reddy. I don't get that. I don't really rate him as a footballer, but Benny Marshall at halfback. Uh, Jacob Miller should be getting a chance, but he's not going to get a chance at all, from what I understand, the rest of the season, because uh, he's not tough enough, essentially. Tom Humble's a hooker. Look, there's still no Chris Hyington, there's still no Gareth Ellis. Uh, the Warriors are unaffected by origin. Uh, they've only got, and they've got the fish at fullback. The fish is back. All the fish is back. So I'm taking the Warriors to win that one. On Saturday night, we've got the Cowboys up against the Panthers. The Panthers beat your Dragons last week. How good was that? I was happy to get the tip wrong. Because I love seeing St. George lose. Yeah, thanks, mate. That's all right. The Panthers are on the road at 2.55. North Queensland minus Thurston, Scott, Tamau and Tate are $1.53, which is pretty short. Uh, you get four points if you like the Panthers, DC. No, I don't like the Panthers. I like the Cowboys. <laughs> Bottom line. Um, Cow- I, I think the Panthers were so damn determined to get that win. That they, they almost threw it away. They almost threw, but do you know why, how they threw it away? Because they went too hard too early and, and had no steam left for the end of the game. You guys just couldn't attack. That was your problem. 
Well, well we couldn't because they were... It's because you got, they 80, were it's you got an, you you got an 84-year-old halfback at the moment. They... The Panthers. He's, he's playing like an 84 year old Sprinting every hit up and every. You're ignoring every time, my Ben Hornby taunt. Yeah, I am. And and every time. If you're not careful, were, I'll push you if you're ignoring me. I'll push you. So what happened was. Get away! I'm making a tackle. <laughs> I was making a tackle. Sorry. So anyway. I love you, Ben Hornby. Just for Dave's benefit, I'm saying that. Yes, you were saying something. Don't don't make me have a go at my own team. Was I can't. You're pretty yeah. average. I've got to say, it's a disappointing performance. But our, our two halves are not proper playmakers at the moment. They did well under Bennett because Bennett put in lots of set plays. Even with Sauer out, it's like I don't think Sauer makes a difference when they're not. No, no, he's not. He's 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 if he if he kicks well, he is an he has that little bit of player. impact. Impact. Someone but he else, doesn't he, have he can, the vision. He can he make something that... happen off the back of somebody else. He doesn't make something happen himself. And anyway, uh, Cowboys. I'll take Matty Bowen to get the Cowboys across the line here. That's the difference in the game. I'll take Townsville to get Cowboys across the line here. And the fact that Panthers won last week means they can't win this week. Oh, clearly. So. Uh, Manly have the Sydney Roosters visiting Brookvale. It's $1.50 for the Seagulls. two sixty-seven for the Roosters. Uh, five and a half points for the Roosters. Now, the big outs here, obviously, there's about seven blokes out for the Seagulls. But surprisingly, no Anthony... There is actually Anthony Motmo's available. And Daniel Mortimer's now, now at halfback for the Roosters. Kate Moga played last week. He does exist. He does exist. He does exist. He's got a try in his, his first grade debut. Not bad effort. Um, if Mitchell Pearce was here, hadn't made the Blues, yeah. I'd be very tempted by the Roosters. Because there's a lot of players yeah, out me, for the well, Seagulls in this game. And Daly Cherry not, Evans... There's not a lot. Daly Cherry Evans won't train with the team this week. He'll be up at the Queensland camp. He'll play the game, but he won't train with the team. That's yeah, disruptive. But, Especially when Kieran Foran's come back Yeah, but he doesn't... No, he doesn't need to train with the team. Kieran Foran and Daly Cherry Evans are one of the best combos going around. They are. But they haven't played and together for about six weeks. That doesn't matter. It's riding a bike. They'll, they'll get back together and be very excited just a, just to play back Just a question together. for you. Yeah. How long has it been since you've ridden a bike? A while. Well, I've got to think about it. It's a good question. I have no how, how idea would you go, how, how would you been. go jumping on a bike right now? Are you confident? Yeah, damn straight. Up. I'd be able to do the same things I could when I was 26. <laughs> I, think it was, I think it was the last Ten years time. ago. <laughs> um, <laughs> Turn it up. <laughs> Seagulls, for me, simply home ground. I like Jerry Evans coming back in the team, obviously. Their, their, their front row is still intact. It's the strength of their side. Watmo should play. They've got enough interchangeable players in that back row. I, I, I'm not that impressed by the Roosters. I, so. I picked the Eagles here only because, you know, with the with those halves, I think that the most for the most part the team will still go very well. But without Brett and Glenn Stewart, that is a bit of a worrying thing. And Tony Williams would have come back. And, of course, Bure. 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 Sorry we'd be here or not if we... Now, listen, on. listen. Come on, we've got, got to wrap the show up. Come they've on. got this fella called Dean Ware at number one. Fare. Dean Fare. One of the blokes at work came up with a great, great headline for our Stats Insider. He had his last name and then out. Far out. Just far out. Far out. Do you know what? It's brilliant. No one would get it. That's the point. So they changed it to. They changed it to. You and your far far out people in in your office are the only people in the world that know that it's pronounced that way. Far out. How good is it? Because he had an awesome game. Okay then. All right. How how did my one? My one this week. Do you know what? I've never. Do the commentators pronounce it that way? Yeah, it's far out. Okay. All right. Um, the one I had this week was Lion all over Brisbane. <laughs> Lion all over Brisbane. Lion. Jamie Lion yeah, all over Brisbane. Okay, all right. Oh, come I'm on. Not, I'm not one for doing that sort of thing with words, was I? You know that. Yeah, right. how, how well Everyone's does he play? Everyone's listened to that for the last How well years. is he? How good is he? This Who? far A fella. Will, will he be able to do very much at fullback? Is, is it a problem? He's done better at fullback than he did in the centres. I'll take Seagulls to win. You'll take Seagulls to win. Yeah, I'll take the Seagulls Quick recap of the tips. GT like the Tigers. 
He liked the Cowboys, the Seagulls. Uh, Matt liked the Warriors, Cowboys, Seagulls. We all like the Warriors, Cowboys, Seagulls. Uh, Nick likes the Tigers, the Cowboys, the Seagulls. And Maria likes the Warriors, Cowboys, and the Roosters. Ooh, She's okay. liking the Roosters. So the last game to look at, or two last games, uh, we have your boys, the Dragons, up against the Roosters. Uh, Rabbitohs, sorry. Rabbitohs, $1.95 outsiders. St. George affirmed into $1.87. Two points if you like the Bunnies. Yeah, it's a, it's a good bet. I'm, I'm not too convinced that the Dragons are going to win this. The, the, the Rabbitohs have been playing quite well. Um, the only thing that pushed me towards the Dragons is that it's at Jubilee. That That's it. They they do kind of lift for, for that home ground advantage, but, uh, you know, I don't know. You've got to ask yourself, there's, there's two aspects to this you got. St. George won't have Ben Cray in the back row. Yeah. Both Scott's still injured and Trent Marin goes out. Yeah. They do get Jamie Lyon back. Jamie Lyon. Sorry, Jamie Lee Soward. I got confused. Um, South Sydney won't yeah. have Greg Inglis. They won't have Dave Taylor. Yes. They do have Sam Burgess coming back. Back in the team, he played last game. And Nathan Merritt goes to fullback. Yeah, okay. Yep. Who misses who more? That's what I think this game comes down to. No, I reckon it's around about the same. The, the the thing about it is, I think the Rabbitohs have got the, their replacements are a bit more used to playing in the the big game. We've got players like Marquito and Lee Sanama who yeah, they, they, they they play. I'm not, but, that, not, that forward pack. I'm not convinced about. And and Kyle Stanley isn't stepping up to the mark this year. Kyle Stanley was a very, gun last year. He's been very disappointing. This hasn't season. he been just disappointing? Anyway, so yeah, I don't. Yeah, what are you doing? I'm going, I'm going the Dragons, but I'm the Dragons. Not, not, not confidently, only just. Give me the bunnies! Okay. Change of mind, I had the Dragons all week, and then I've had that conversation, and worked then, it out, going with And the then on bunnies. Monday night, <laughs> at 7pm, we've got the Bulldogs taking on oh, the Sharks at ANZ Stadium. Um, the Dogs... Who, who have dogs they got are at $1.48. Uh, sharks, two seventy two. Six points for the team coming third in the ladder against a team that got beaten by the Titans because, last week. Because they're without... Carney and Gallon. They had no Gallon last week. I understand week. that. I understand that. But Carney is the Carney only is player the that comes out of that team. For the beat. And it's, so that and beat, it's the be all and that end all. Beat, that beat the team that had Melbourne. won 10 or 9 straight going into the game last weekend. Now, look at the you last time. You picked it time. as well. You picked it I as well. Pick you it. picked the Sharks last yeah, week. Absolutely. And then if I, if I look into the, the future, time. your fried rice this week would be the team that beat the team that lost to the Titans versus the team that beat the Storm. And you'd be taking the team that lost to the Titans as your fried rice. Yes. They had an off week. When they, when they did their, their front rowers second phase play thing that they're doing, they, they're looking very, very dangerous. Yeah. And if they can keep that up enough, oh, 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 enough during the games, yeah. they will look very hard to beat this year, the Dogs. My concern is you take Josh Morris out of that back line. I like him. He's a good attacking player. They're not... My worry about the Sharks is uh, Wade Graham's been playing awesome footy in the back row. He goes back to 5'8", where he can coast a little bit, be more play on one. Like, I just think he'll take away from his footy a little bit. My concern, obviously the Carney going out of the team. I've got to pick the Dogs at ANZ Stadium, but I want to pick the Sharks again, but they killed me in my perfect round a couple of weeks ago, so I can't, I can't <laughs> I'm going on another rule. Yeah, you know, remember after round two, I said that I couldn't pick them for at least four weeks until they beat oh, a whole bunch of teams on the road? Silly. They did. <laughs> so yeah. I eventually picked them again and they lost to the bunny. So, on, the, on the, the Sharks are on my list, so Bulldogs for me to win that one. Recapping the tips. GT likes the Dragons and the Bulldogs. Matty likes the Rabbitohs. 
and the Bulldogs. Uh, I like the Rabbitohs and the Bulldogs. Nick likes the Dragons and the Bulldogs. You like Dragons and the Bulldogs. And Rhea likes the Rabbitohs and the Bulldogs. To the fried rice, sir. Yes. GT will take the Cowboys. Matt will take the Warriors. Uh, I have the next pick, and I haven't even looked. Uh, I will take... Quick game's a good game. It is a very good game, and that's why you had to do just do what I'm doing right now, <laughs> which is a very, very, very time-honored tradition of uh, filling. I will take... Look, give me the... The... Oh, give me Manly. I hate Manly, but give me Manly, just so it starts off everybody else. Uh, Nick will take the Tigers. You will take the Bulldogs. And Maria is left with the Bunnies. So we avoided bunnies. we avoided a, a bit of a danger the because we have, six, we have six people that yes. do that fried rice. If everyone There's picked the same team, <laughs> we could have been in a bit of trouble, but we got away. So recapping, GT, Cowboys. Matt, Warriors. Myself, Manly. Uh, Nick, Tigers. DC, no time. We're doing fine. I oh, know. All right. So we started late. Okay. Uh, DC's taken uh, the Bulldogs and Marie's taking the Bunnies. Now, quickly look at the Player of the Year votes after round number 10. You have them in what's, front of you. What's the difference between fried rice and special fried rice? The special fried rice has egg in it, I believe. Is that, is that serious? Is that what it is? And the onions are grilled instead of just chucked in there. Fried. Baked, not fried. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Open up your, um, your Neural Tweet Player of the Year award Here list. Here it is. Who's at number one? I was doing it deliberately for the noise. To hear them, and you're sitting there you're driving on, on, the, on the bus to work and all of a sudden an idiot just starts going dun 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 dun. Yes, but that, that, they... Yeah. Anyway, okay. Gee, we, <laughs> gee, when we're not recording live, we fluff along, don't we? I'll tell you what. It's good stuff. Yeah, it's magic. Uh, Billy Slater, number one, 46 votes. Uh, 43 votes after 10 rounds. Paul Gallon, 40. Need two leaders. Who's after that, DC? Then you get Jonathan Thurston, eight points behind on 32. Made a charge last week with a ski double up of eight. Yep, and then Sean Johnson on Sean 30. Sean Johnson? Yeah, he's doing all right, Shawnee. Shawnee, Sean, Sean. Then my man Todd Carney and Greg Inglis on 27. Jared Mullen, Cooper Cronk on 26 each. DCE on 22. Matty Bowen and Cameron Smith on 20. And that's where we'll cut it off. Benji Marshall, 19. Corey <laughs> Norman, 19. Who's next? Hannah and Taylor. No, 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 that, that's not how you pronounce his name. Hannah. Hannah. And Taylor and Baba <laughs> on, on 17. 17. You like pronouncing this. Do the raps. Do the raps. Do raps. Do raps. I, I don't know how to do rap. Matalino. Matalino! Actually, that should be the happy way. Let's finish, finish off doing raps with the rest of the voices. Rest of the, <laughs> rest of the players. Matalino's on 16 points. Burgess on 14. Oh, hang on. There's four players on 14. I'm Reynolds is on 14. Josh Morris on 14. And Roberto Ferragio <laughs> is on 14 as well. If you want to pick up all the votes uh, during the weekend, just follow the hashtag Can't help NRL Tweet P-A-T-Y. Can't help myself. Bryce Gibbs currently 65th overall, in case he wanted to know. Uh, there are uh, the Player of the Year awards. Uh, we've gone through the Blues East, and Maroons. Not Eastwood. Daryl Eastwood. <laughs> Daryl Eastwood. I said Eastwood, and I that's not right. And I couldn't, couldn't think of the name. All right, we have to head off here, mate. We have a couple of questions very quickly from our uh, Facebook file, uh, feedback files. What's the thing? Something like that. All right, Jay Lou has a couple of questions, mate. This is a good one. What are your thoughts on taking a dive? If a person wants to stay down from a high shot, they should have to go off the field for a minimum of 15 minutes. Ooh. That way, if a star player wants to do it, then the team is did for damage when their player goes off. Agree, disagree, DC. Um, it's an interesting, interesting little. 
It's I, wrong. Fifteen minutes. <laughs> fifteen minutes for taking. But what happens if he actually got hit by a high shot? If you want to play wanna... that card of the fifteen minutes, I understand his theory about having to keep someone off the field. But what happens to the bloke who hits the bloke in the head? Should he be off the field for five minutes for every high shot? It's very... You've got to take each time, each instance as it comes. Because... I think I might have brought this up a couple of weeks ago, but this is how I feel about this whole incident. Yeah, go. What is worse? A player getting smashed in the head and going down on the ground, staying down for the penalty? All right, remember, there has to have been contact with the head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, and faking is it that, or, or... Whether he's faking or whatever, is that is that worse yeah. than the player who clocks the bloke in the head, knows he clocked the bloke in the head, Stands above the bloke as if he didn't touch him and says, come on, get up. Grabs get up. him by the um, shirt yeah, yeah, and tries, tries to lift to him up. up. What's worse? And he knows he's hit him. Yeah, he knows, yeah. The, the replay the clearly shows that he... Because that bloke is not a but, doctor. He can't tell whether the other bloke's hurt. But you know why he's telling him to get up? Because he doesn't want to get the penalty. He doesn't so want everyone wor- to so notice what, so what he's saying just is, done. What's he's, worse? Yeah, well, the guy's standing over him trying to get out of him doing a, doing the dirty. That's why the replay is brought in. I don't like the fact that not every replay is looked at. That's my big concern um, in this situation because sometimes you'll have ads on Channel 9 with live games. They'll, if a player gets hit down, yeah. they'll go, oh, let's take that to a break and then you don't see the replay. Sometimes a player okay, right. avoids that or they might not have I must say, the, the few times up. in the last few weeks when they've done that and changed the decision because of that, I've gone, well, they've, they've found the right decision yeah. and, the, and, they've, and they've made If you want to get rid of this out of the game, stop hitting blokes in the head. Well, that's never going to happen. Because... Precisely. So we're going to have this issue. You can't you can't say for certain that a player is not injured, and the moment you start playing, thinking that you you can tell, what just get, stop playing footy and become a doctor. I don't know. Fifteen minutes is five minutes longer than a sin yeah, bin. It's a bit long, Jay Luby. He has another question. It's a bit longer than a sin bin. This sort of flows on from well, sin bin. We don't have a sin bin in the game anymore, do we? I haven't seen it. Isn't that what a ten minutes is? Yeah, but oh no one. How often does it? Yes, use? it happened the other the other night. Who got sent? Someone got sent Slater. off. Slater. Slater, that's right. Didn't watch it because the stupid State of Origin announcement was at, four, at 5 o'clock. So because I had to be across that, I didn't end up watching the second half of the Sharks and the Storm because I knew the result. Why Channel 9 don't show that game live at 3 o'clock? Announce the team right after the game. TV rights. They, listen, did. they, they, they announced it right after the game. It's but listen, listen. Just before the news. It gives them an hour to chat about the Origin sites. as if people wouldn't watch it. True that. So next year, whoever has the rights, please show that 3 o'clock game live. And Show then, the State of Origin announcement straight afterwards and then spend your hour pontificating about the teams. Either that, or at 2 o'clock, put on another game. Put on a... Be fantastic. A, Jay Lou, an, an following NYC, after that. Or an English Super League or something like that. Something. something. Huddersfield Giants. Or if you've got Foxtel, you can just watch the 2 o'clock game. Yeah, I know. State of Origin should be able to use the 18th man. If a player has been taken out and injured, it unfairly disadvantages a team that loses a player to any sort of injury. Should the 18th man be able to come into the lineup if a player gets injured, DC Chapman? Well, how is that any different for Origin? Like, if, if you're going to make that rule, make it for all games. So you should have five players on the bench. This brings up an interesting it's, question. It's, it's, a good, it's a good point, though, because but the, who's going to decide? This is my question. Who's been Obviously, if a player gets pulled off, you can't put him back on. And this is what the AFL do, and they, they're not new in this idea, everybody. I'm not saying, listen, the AFL are the greatest things on earth. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is they have used something that you've we can to, look at. You've got to look to other sports. They had to four reserves. They had to. four reserves for years. Yep. And you could just interchange, 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 interchange. Yep. They basically been having problems where there were just too many interchanges in a game. Yep. What they've done now, and they did it last year as well, they picked three players who are interchangeable to reserves, and the fourth is a substitute. So they can use their three as much as they want during the match with the rest yep. of their players. But once the fourth one gets activated, yeah. whoever he replaces can Can't never come back, back onto the field. For the rest of the game. For the rest of the game. 
So my actual question here is, I think we should stay with 17. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't know if we... I, I, my personal preference is just reduce interchanges changes overall to like six or I, something like that. Oh, see, that, All right. that annoys me when people say that. But what I'm saying is do that. Or if you want to get this idea of being able to have that extra man available to put into the team, don't make it 18. Leave it as 17. Make one of that 17 the substitute. Player on the field in the, the 13 or the other. Yeah. Gets injured. Pull him off. Activate your other one, and he becomes part of the rotation. So you don't get an extra player per se. But that doesn't. He really the point that that Jay Lou is trying to make here is the unfair. This team's it's well, unfair to this team because they've got a guy. If you're a guy in turn, granted, I still of, think that extra player, whether it's seventeenth or the eighteenth, regardless, gets to come on. You, that's your that's your that's your fallback. That's your safety valve. But I don't think you should get five players on your bench. I think that's a little bit too. Too much because you'll have situations where guys will fake injury but, if they haven't been playing well. Yeah, and they'll just activate yes, they that. Yeah, you're activate absolutely the right. They will too. Yeah, it does. Whereas work. if whereas if you've and only got three way, fit guys on your bench, it's a it's a bit of a risk. If it's only four, that's po- right. Four and by the way, trendsetters, Lee Glovers, they've got it pretty much exactly right the way it is at the moment. Stop whinging and just enjoy your league, Lee Glovers, because it's it happens that you know when, I can't remember who it was, it was the Dragons that where we had two guys that were injured for. Couldn't come back, and so they we're down to only two interchange and all the mm. rest of it. But that happens from time to time. That's rugby That's league. That's rugby league. Kenny the cockroach. Run, 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 oh, run away, Cray. Just run away, Ben Cray. You won't see the Queenslanders follow you back home. <laughs> That's rugby league. Happy That's rugby league. league. Speaking of rugby league. Yes. We spoke about this earlier, everybody. We're leaving you with Not The Footy Show here. There's no tips from eyes this week. Um, and you'll hear from everybody else uh, next Thursday night when we do our Origin Review special. Gosh, I enjoy my league, was You do, mate. Oh, I, do, I get really... So next Thursday night you'll be here. We'll be chatting Woo! to Pat and to May Duncan and, and getting the recap on the game. Arthur Beetson, the great, late, great Arthur Beetson, he had a comment that he wrote. He's quoted in uh, Roy Meister's book called Inside League back in 1990. And this is something that brings up from the idea that people put their club before their love of rugby league. Well, okay, read it out and then we'll talk about it. I will, but no, I just want to to set the scene of why I think it's pertinent. What I find really frustrating is hearing people complain that, oh, my player might get injured in origin, or he can't play city country because if he gets hurt, he can't play for my my team. Winges. It should never be, I think, about your team first. It should be about what... Rugby rugby league. league. So for the player himself, as much as he loves playing for his team, and he does, there's no doubt about it, he's loyal to his team. Mm -hmm. He wants to play for football unless his name's Jamie Lyon or Matt Cooper. You know, he does. Yeah. So why that, begrudge him? That's why, a given. why begrudge him that opportunity by saying you, you wanted to hold him for the rep rounds or whatever? It's 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 jibber. So I'm bringing out the great and Arthur Beetson. It's only an Australian thing as well, by the way. No other country in the world has this whinge and bloom and how good rugby league was it? I it's love great. it. To me, you're a rugby league fan first and a club supporter second. Unfortunately, people have got the cart before the horse. You're an Australian first, Arthur says. Wherever you reside is next, and then you can fall back on your ethnic origins. People don't appreciate the good things. They're always looking for the wrong things in life. Take a football match. It's the same as a fight. Whether you bet on so-and-so, you are still entitled to applaud the opposition. That's what I love about Laurie Nichols, the legendary Balmain supporter who passed away a few years ago. He epitomises to me what a rugby league supporter should be about. He is a rugby league supporter first, a Balmain fan second. The game is first. How many fans do you know of, or personally know, who think of rugby league first and then their club second? 
That that is a hard question to answer, but it seems to be most people care about their club first and then rugby league second. I don't get it. I don't get it either. I really don't because we're we're trying to build up rugby league to to be as best it can be, and yet there's people out there that want to ruin it by saying that we shouldn't have city country, by saying that we, you know, I don't know, even people don't like having Origin in the middle of the season and all the rest of it. And fair enough, it could be at a different time and rahdi rahdi rah, but. Geez, we've got a good product he was. <laughs> if this time of year, not the footy show fans, doesn't get you excited, you have massive problems. And if you're too worried about your club side, we can't help you. You listen to the wrong show. Go listen to Ori- Origin's just fantastic. <laughs> Origin is Love it. it. Love it to bits. Love it to bitsy. We'll be back on Monday night, me and me, Duncan, to talk uh, our predictions in those categories that we sent out. Uh, remember, grab us at facebook.com slash NRL podcast, at NRL tweet, or wdnicholson.com, where you can get the most up-to-date injured list, can't you, DC Chapman? Well, you can, but it's not very explanatory. You mean when it says Michael <laughs> Wayman is out for the season? <laughs> yeah, it didn't say out for the season. It just said out. No, it says out for the season. You show me after the podcast. You show me. Don't do it now. Just, just let's finish it off. Yeah, well, I'll DC. Uh, yes, uh, so you'll be back on Thursday night to talk about the origin, the wash-up of that game. Yeah. We'll be here with Matty Duncan. And it will be a good chinwag, as always. Let me just scroll down, scrolling down, scroll... Oh, look. Injured in round 10, lost to Panthers. Season over, Michael Wayman. You, yeah, but that's just your opinion. Season over. You, it's not like you, you're saying that he's going to have like a knee reconstruction and it's, this has been proven and... Here we go. Okay, can we just finish the podcast, Was Wayman's NRL season over with knee injury. He had reconstructive <laughs> surgery on Wednesday to pour, repair a torn anterior cruciate ligament. Okay, then. Trust me, DC. It's over. I know what's going on. All right, everybody. Uh, as I say, follow me at Errol Tweet. DC's not on Twitter. Still not on Twitter. And if he was, he would have found out that Wayman was out about six hours ago. Okay. No, Blues, no, no Blues quickly. This is your last chance to give us a score for the Blues game. Blues by how many? Blues by ten. Queensland by four. It hurts. It hurts. Uh, we'll speak to you next week on The Footy Show. I've been Warwick Nicholson. I've been DC Chapman. No video this week. I'm sick of editing them. So we'll speak to you next week on The Footy Show. Enjoy your league, league lovers. All excited. He's bombed a try, the poor kid on the other side. Let's have a look. And he goes. In the air. In the air. In the air. Goal! What about that? We'll have another look. What about that? Have another look. Does the point hit the ball? No, the, the point doesn't hit the ball. The ball's point hits the grass. Look, look, look. Yes. Oh. Yes. Look at that. Yes. Look at that. Yes. Rabbits, look at that. Can you believe it? Okay, everyone was here. Yeah, Deesa and I uh, blabbered it on. It's amazing what happens when you don't have a live recording. Uh, we won't be like that every week. Promise to be back to a fairly short episode uh, next week when we review Origin number one. And remember, Monday, uh, Maddie and I will be talking all predictions for game number one. See you soon, boys and girls. Just go away now. I've had a gut call with you the whole game. Oh, I see. We're here for five minutes. Trailing 12-10. Langer pushing it wide. Walters onward. Khan joins in. Floats the pass for Renoff. Renoff down the touchline. Beats one. Gets it in field. Hancock gets it on. Queensland are coming back. 
Darren Smith for Lager. Lager gets it away. Here's the big fella. Gets the pass on. Coyne. Coyne goes for the corner and gets the try. Queensland. It's a miracle. Oh, yeah. What about that one? Uh, it's Dello. Unbelievable. What about that from Queensland? They can't believe it. Unbridled joy on the sideline, and why not? That's not a try, that's a miracle! Oh. Cheap, nasty, and downright boring. You've been sleeping over there.